0: On this Christ the King Sunday, as the church is singing the praise of Jesus Christ, I want to ask in particular, what does it mean to be human on Christ the King Sunday? Clarence Jordan was a Georgia farmer and prophet who once said, the church will worship the hind legs off of Jesus and never do what he says. This day, the church of Jesus Christ is worshiping Christ. I want to know what it means for us to be human on this day. Last week, Amy and I attended a funeral. The service began reverently as we gathered quietly. An appropriate somber tone settled on us as we took in the ambiance, breathed in the aura of that beautiful 100-year-old wooden sanctuary. The minister came in with the family, and then she stood at the pulpit, and she began to read. Jesus said, I am the resurrection, and I am life. Those who believe in me, even though they die, yet shall they live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. I died and behold i am alive forevermore and i hold the keys of hell and death because i live you shall live also and maybe it was because i have been reading and thinking about apocalyptic literature talking to you about how we ought to hear the words of scripture But these words from the pastor's soothing voice just floated over me as the grand, sacred poetry that they were meant to be. In that holy moment, I was not arguing Christology in my head, trying to parse out the divinity of Christ and His humanity. I wasn't analyzing a theology of afterlife or thinking about the eschatology of John's gospel. I was just listening to sacred poetry. And the words were a soothing balm for the soul. The pastor continued, Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband, And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, See, the home of God is among mortals. God will dwell with them as their God. They will be God's peoples, and God will be with them. God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Death will be no more. Mourning and crying and pain will be no more, for the first things have passed away. And the one who was seated on the throne said, see, I am making all things new. I wasn't trying to figure it out. What does that mean? What do I believe about all that? In fact, I was trying not to figure it out. There is a time and place for that. We need to give time for the formation of an appropriate theology so, in moments of challenge and greatest need, faith can be the truth it needs to be. In that quiet moment last week, the truth of faith, communicated through the beauty of words, just washed over us, bringing comfort and courage. Today, a day celebrated by the Christian church as Reign of Christ or Christ the King Sunday, we hear words that should sing with the same grand eloquence. From the prophecy of Daniel, a message to his people, a message of hope, a message regarding exile and liberation, despair and deliverance, As you hear this, I'll remind our youth as I did last week. Here is another example of apocalyptic literature. Another grand story imbued with mystery and truth. Hear it with the fascination and excitement that it deserves from Daniel chapter 7. As I watched, thrones were set in place and an ancient one took his throne His clothing was white as snow, and the hair of his head like pure wool. His throne was fiery flames, and its wheels were burning fire. A stream of fire issued and flowed out from his presence. A thousand thousands served him, and ten thousand times ten thousand stood attending him. The court sat in judgment, and the books were opened." As I watched in the night vision, I saw one like a human being coming with the clouds of heaven, and he came to the ancient one and was presented before him. To him was given dominion and glory and kingship that all peoples, nations, and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion that shall not pass away, and his kingship is one that shall never be destroyed. You have heard the ancient story. Don't try to figure it out. Just revel in it. Celebrate today. Christ is king. For lives of Christian faith, Christ reigns supreme. He stands before the ancient one. Awe and terror surround his coming These words are eternal. It speaks to ancient history. It speaks of present reality. It speaks to eschatological, final hope. Christ is King. Let us celebrate the love of God and the way of Jesus. Christ is King. Into our culture of death, glorifying vigilante violence, torn by the sad strife of racial misunderstanding and mistrust, bent on its own destruction of anger and division into a culture of death, one like a human being comes offering the wisdom of the ancient one. Christ is king. Let us celebrate. Celebrate hope where there seems to be no future. Celebrate forgiveness that can extinguish the flames of hatred. Celebrate love that alone can heal our divisions. And on this day, when we need it so desperately, let us celebrate the invitation we are giving. One, like a human being, calls you, you can be fully human also. This is a fascinating text. An ancient one took his throne And one like a human being was presented before the ancient one. And to this one like a human being was given dominion and glory and kingship. Now, if our culture had written the story, that's exactly how the human being would have responded. It is how human beings are responding, claiming divine approval, the justification of the world's oldest temptation to power. Succumbing to the ancient lie of power, the culture and its powers that be will write the story claiming dominion and glory and kingship through vengeance and a so-called justice of retribution. Our culture loves power over domination, peace through strength, might makes right, More bombs, more walls, more guns, more power, more anger, more domination. Dominion and glory and kingship. Yeah, it's all the good stuff of a good political rally and the stuff that feeds the angry algorithms on Facebook and Twitter. But it is not the love of God. It is not the way of Jesus. It is not the story Jesus wrote with his life. It is not the dominion and the glory and the kingship of a prince of peace. Instead of vengeance, Christ practices forgiveness. Instead of dominion, a different kind of king offers reconciliation. Instead of power over, Jesus sits down to the table with the poor and the outcast. Instead of peace through strength, we are shown peace through the sacrifice of one life. And Christ bids us to follow. Christ is king, but only with a dominion and glory and kingship that means something entirely different in the kingdom of God. Before we can celebrate Christ as king, we first have to believe in his kingship really believe it we have to understand that his way is different than the way of the world and to be clear the way of the world that power and dominion and victory over is often proclaimed from Christian pulpits too we are hearing it loudly today pulpits that have been seduced by the myth of power that co opts the language of scripture and faith in the service of the state You can hear it from Christian pulpits. You have to be aware of that. But you have to trust that there is another way. Scripture calls Christ's way of love a more excellent way. You have to believe that the way of Jesus is the way, the only way beyond the mutually assured destruction that is almost guaranteed otherwise. And you have to know that he calls us to a way of service that will not make you popular, that will not help you fit in, that will not make you rich and famous, and it might cost you, like Jesus, well, it might cost you everything. Now, if you think you are not up to the challenge, keep listening. We talked last week, we're talking again today about apocalyptic language, that strange genre of literature that's found in the books of Daniel and Revelation and scattered in bits and pieces throughout our scripture. We're looking for good news this fall. It seems like with every headline we need it more and more. And there is good news in this strange text, but we must first listen with attentive ears. This strange account An ancient one on a throne and one like a human being is similar to the vision of the prophet Ezekiel. Another apocalyptic vision. Ezekiel looked into the sky and he saw a wheel turning within another wheel. And as he gazed into this theophany, this vision of God, at the center of that churning vortex, Ezekiel said, One came like a human being the same language Daniel uses. And a professor named Walter Wink names the audacity of Ezekiel's vision at the center of this vision of God, one like a human being. Wow. Wink says this changes everything. If God is something called divine, And for Christians, Jesus alongside this ancient one, then a great chasm is fixed. Divinity on one side and humanity far, far removed from it. How could I attain anything like that? Be like Jesus? Not me. He's like God. He's divine. Christ the King. He's holy other. I'm only human. We can't even conceive of what divinity means. How could we aspire to that? Walter Wink says in this vision, the prophet boldly invites us to see God anew, not as something wholly other than we are, but to see God as the only truly human one. God as one like a human being, fully human. You see, too many people, are mired in insecurity and self-hatred and doubt. We see it so often. We hear it sometimes when we talk to you. We read it on your social media accounts. Too often people shrink from their unique gifts, from their own powerful possibility. Who am I to lead? Who am I to stand up? I'm only human. Who am I to speak out against injustice? I can't. I'm too weak. I'm only human. Who am I? I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not strong enough or pretty enough or eloquent enough. I don't have enough education. I don't have enough experience. I'm only human. And to that, the apocalyptic vision says, yes, yes, you are one like a human being. Just like Jesus. This day, as we celebrate Christ the King, don't let the confusion of a theology of divinity confuse you, intimidate you, cause you to shrink back in insecurity. I'm only human. To that throne, before an ancient one, came one that was like a human being, You see, it is not divinity that will change the world. It is the power of humanity. One like a human being. Maybe even you today. May it be so. Amen.